This message comes from NPR sponsor, Progressive, and it's Name Your Price Tool. Say how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show coverage options within your budget. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Live from NPR News, I'm Lakshmi Singh. The White House is lambasting a Justice Department special counsel for raising questions about President Biden's memory. Vice President Kamala Harris says special counsel Robert Hur's assessment is gratuitous and politically motivated. The criticism stems from the conclusion of Hur's investigation into Biden's mishandling of classified materials. Ian Sams, a spokesperson for the White House Legal Counsel's office, says that Biden did not intentionally withhold classified documents, and the special counsel's finding underscores that. The special counsel's assignment when he was appointed was to determine whether any criminal conduct occurred. He found it didn't. That was the finding. The case is closed. The special counsel investigation found evidence Biden willfully shared sensitive information with a ghostwriter, but it did not rise to the level of criminal wrongdoing. Still, political observers note Biden's age, now 81, is a political target for former President Donald Trump, who, as the clear frontrunner for the GOP nomination, is on track to face Biden again in the general election. Trump is 77. President Biden has called Israel's military operations in Gaza, quote, over the top. The U.S. is also questioning Israel's stated plan to invade the city of Rafah in southern Gaza. That's where about half of Gaza's population is sheltering from Israel's bombardment. Here's NPR's Daniel Estrin. President Biden told reporters. The conduct of the response in Gaza, in the Gaza Strip has been um, over the top. Israeli leaders say troops will soon enter the city of Rafah. U.S. State Department spokesman Vedant Patel told reporters. To do conduct such an operation right now with no planning and uh, little thought in an area where uh, there is sheltering of a million people um, would be a, a disaster. Israel's defense minister says he told his U.S. counterpart about Israel's plans for, quote, precise operations in additional areas of Gaza. Daniel Estrin, NPR News, Tel Aviv. Spirit Airlines gave its most spirited comments yet in its fight with the government over a proposed $3.8 billion merger with JetBlue. Here's WLRN's Tom Hudson. Spirit CEO Ted Christie had been reserved in his comments since a federal judge last month ruled the carrier's buyout by JetBlue would be anti-competitive and hurt air travelers. But during the South Florida-based company's quarterly conference call with investors Thursday, Christie unleashed. It's beyond absurd for the government to claim a victory for the American consumer. In fact, it's ridiculous. Spirit and JetBlue are appealing the ruling blocking their merger, which would create the fifth largest carrier. Yet it would be considerably smaller than the fourth largest carrier. The government continues to do nothing to address the anti-competitive structure of our industry. Christie called worries that without the buyout, Spirit may be headed toward bankruptcy misguided. That's Tom Hudson reporting. This is NPR News. South African runner Castor Semenya is appealing for funds for her next legal battle at the European Court of Human Rights. Kate Bartlett reports Semenya is fighting against rules requiring female athletes with high testosterone to take medication. The double Olympic champion, who is female but described as having differences in sexual development, challenged the world athletics regulations at the Strasbourg court. Last year, the court found Costa Semenya had been discriminated against in having been prevented from competing in the 800 metres, although that didn't change the rules. Now Switzerland, with the support of World Athletics, 
has appealed the ruling and the court is slated to start hearing the case in May. Anything that you may contribute, it makes a huge difference, Semenya told a press conference in Johannesburg, saying the case was costing a lot. For NPR News, I'm Kate Bartlett in Johannesburg. As it landed in the Atlantic Ocean, the private space company Axiom Space completed its third human orbital mission. It spent the last three weeks in space, 18 of them at the International Space Station. It was the first commercial all-European mission to the ISS. It involved four people, an astronaut, and three paying passengers. They conducted dozens of experiments and public outreach while on the orbiting science laboratory. U.S. stocks are mixed this hour. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is down 61 points at 38,664. NASDAQ's up 183, or more than 1%. You're listening to NPR. Listen to this podcast sponsor-free on Amazon Music with a Prime membership or any podcast app by subscribing to NPR News Now Plus at plus.npr.org. That's plus.npr.org.